2: They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Besotted
3: Pride of West London podcast. And uh, Griffin Park here, normally a fortress, but today the fortress has been breached. West Bromwich Albion came down. One goal they scored. Breached our defence. Scored a goal in the back of the net. And Brentford could not find any way back. It was definitely a game of two halves. Very, very disappointed that we didn't get a result today. But it kind of sums up our season, really, doesn't it? It does a bit.
4: two relatively disappointing performances in the last week from the Bees. We didn't really get Sheffield united. We didn't look like we were going to score. And we really didn't look like we were going to score today, either. Um, the team looks to have blown out. It seems to have gone off the pace, gone off the boil. We were so excited after that result against Middlesbrough last Saturday. But to be honest, that hasn't been that much creativity. We haven't offered any real threat up front. I think, sadly, um, you know, this is it for the season. We rebuild, we go again next year. There's a bit of shenanigans going on in the, uh, amongst the players at the moment. But hey, you know, really, we didn't deserve anything out of this game. Uh, West Brom look like a team that will be a threat in the playoffs.
3: West Brom, like I said, a bit of shenanigans. West Brom, Colgate, number 68, was giving it massive large when they scored. He didn't even score. It was Edwards that scored. Then he turned around to the Brentford fans and he was giving it loads of fist-waving and come on and all that kind of childish nonsense, as you do. Um, But yeah, disappointing, wasn't it?
5: It was disappointing. I thought the first 10 minutes, West Brom looked quite good. We were a bit sort of backing off. We really got into the game well then soon as they got their goal, um, they had a good 10 minutes. We were trying to get back into the game. We did so for a bit, but then it was just the shithousing. And I was really frustrated. In the last 15 minutes, there was no football being played at all. It was basically two corners, I think, in that whole last 15 minutes. It was really disappointing. But I suppose they're, they're doing it, they're professional. Uh, what can we do? Um, not a terrible performance from us, but not really quite up to our normal standards. But, yeah... Disappointing, very disappointing, but this disappointing with
3: them rather than us. Lots of dejected bees sort of kind of walking out of Griffin Park, sort of shoulders henched and kind of resigned to the fact that, you know, as you said, maybe it was uh, one game too far.
6: Yeah, I think so. I thought first half, I was actually quite surprised how poor they were in defence, West Brom, and a bit concerned we weren't taking advantage of it. Um, which is a, a story that's come back to us from, from the past a bit. Uh, second half, to be fair to West Brom, I thought once they scored, they, they'd done enough. And we looked increasingly a little bit tired at times. But overall, it wasn't that bad, was it? I didn't think. Um, and uh, I don't know. It's tough now. It's tough for the players because the season's basically fizzling out a little bit, isn't it? to um, away next week doesn't... I don't know. I can just see them needing the points more than we do. But... Um, the bigger picture, no, positive. Positive, fine, definitely. Um, just get the season done now, season out, and then we'll see what happens in the summer. I really hope we keep Sawyer's. So I mean, I think he's an integral part of how we play in so many ways. Um, all of them, really, be true for I, I was quite impressed with Daniels today. I thought Daniels done all right today, considering. I didn't think he was, you know, I mean, he, I, I've been a bit harsh on him in the past, personally, but um, he didn't do a lot wrong. And, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's the way it goes. It's going to... It's going to hopefully, you know, continue to improve on the new ground and look at the bigger picture,
3: really, is it is the way to look forward, I think. We've got the man, Marcus Gale, ex-Brentford, winger, forward, defender, everything. He's up in the commentary box, he's down. We're on the pitch side and he was watching this game and we were talking about disappointment, massive disappointment today, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bit. We ended the game off flat,
7: no real sort of excitement or possession in the... You know, In front of their their box Their goal um, First off we've done alright I thought Used the, the conditions well um, I thought the reverse of the conditions the Wind in our face We might have been able to control the possession more And get the ball into Morpé And, and Ben Rama But it just wasn't to be on the day We just didn't create enough to, to cause
3: a, Any sort of upset with them I mean second half It was it was definitely a game of two hours for us I mean we did have quite a few good chances Ben Rama, as usual is causing causing problems and um, you know causing problems and, and canis was causing problems as well but we just didn't quite get that little break did we now we just need that last little bit of
7: ingredient just to top it off To, to make that breakthrough, we didn't create enough, didn't have that sort of champagne flowing football that we're used to, but we go again, um, players get a little break, some of them do, and, um, and, you know, it just seems like the, the season's over, but it's like now, what, what do you do till the end of the season, do you start giving the meeting players a bit of opportunity, it's something they can do, and what we need for next season to build.
3: Indeed, indeed, and, and, and we're talking do about that, next bro. season, you know, we're talking about next season, we're talking about, you know, I mean, what's the chances of us keeping these players? Well, hopefully we've got a good chance, with
7: and Orkhead, are top boys, um, if we can add a few around them, that would be great, but um, it's going to be a, a good window for Thomas Frank, you know, um, see what he can do in terms of recruitment, you know, Brentford's recruitments top draw gems that other clubs don't seem to need to and
3: I'm going to have to ask you, Chris, quickly Marcus. then on the flip side of it, yeah. what do you think we need for next season? If there's one position that we need If it's one position
7: oh, that's caught me good and proper I think centre-halves will fine. switch midfield maybe maybe someone just a little bit more robust than that holding culture is fine in there, we need something specialised for away matches so we can go to these away matches and have that solid line, a little bit like what the are they've got that experience, they've got the right components to go away and have that sort of run of games away from them um, and that's something we need, we need something that we can build off and just grind out results we don't have to be so expansive all the time but let teams suck onto us and then hit them on, our, on the counter-attack because we've got the speed, we've got the, the creativity to do it. But, um, I don't think there's too much that's needed, just a little bit of variation.
3: We've got the baggies in the house here, a bit of smiling going on. Uh, a result that you needed to get because you've been going through a little
5: bit of a tough time recently, didn't you? We have, yeah, needed the two wins this week. Everyone thinks that it was wrong to change the manager, but you know, you get that bounce back effect uh we were 10 points off first and second before we kicked off on wednesday now we're seven points behind who knows i think it's the playoffs i think we'll finish third the only thing is is that i think villa might sneak in and they'll just wipe us out in the playoffs okay i mean obviously there's a
3: little local rivalry there but i mean just coming back to this brentford game today i mean for me i thought it was definitely a game of two halves brentford probably had the upper hand here you've got johnson and goal brilliant goalkeeper play for aston villa last couple of seasons and he was brilliant for them every time we played him he always saved them Russ. And now he's moved to you and I think he saved you again the first half
5: yeah he made a couple of good saves he's, he's a brilliant shot stopper he couldn't catch a cold in an NHS flu laboratory but he's, he's a good shot stopper and um, I think he, the, as long as we stayed in it at 0-0 so I think that we probably looked as if we were going to go on and, 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 and get, the, uh, get the winning goal and then um, the young lad's come on he's got a decent goal and like I say, I think after that, I think you weren't quite intense enough. I think if you put us a bit under a bit more pressure, you would have um, you'd have got back in the game. But you, the thing about the Albion is you've got you got to keep pushing. You've got to keep the temper going because um, we've got an aging midfield. I mean, again, as we say to you, I mean, you've got an, obviously, like I said, you've got an aging midfield, which we, I
3: mean, we we tested to a certain. But, I mean, I don't know from our perspective whether or not we've run out of steam. We played three games, you know, in eight days, as everyone else has. You know, we played the Borough, which is a massive win for us. Uh, I mean, I spoke to Neil our uh, number nine, after the game afterwards, and I saw him, as, as all the players do, walk past the pub, and I said to him, unlucky, Neil, and he said, he just says, we weren't very good today. You know, we didn't play our game today, unfortunately, we weren't as good. He goes, and also, you know, um, West Brom were actually kind of playing the clock down. They were time-wasting they were cheating in effect and he goes and we, we didn't deal with it as well as we could have done
5: yeah I think um, I don't know about cheating but I think there is there is a way there <laughs> he is didn't way. say cheating I just I just threw that in there. there there is there is a way that teams and this is why we kept the players from last year they know how to Wind a clock down without making it look as if they're winding a the clock down, and that's like a little bit more of that, that Premier League experience, those older heads and that sort of thing. And we didn't even bring grand, old grandfather Barry off the bench. No, no, you didn't as well. I mean, you were talking about earlier before the game as well because you were talking about, you know,
3: the, the you're in the Championship now. I mean, we've we've been here for a while, but we've been in the lower leagues for a while you need to be a particular type of team to, to, to handle this and, and West Brom could have gone one of two ways they could have either um, well they could have stuck with their players who are on probably 70, 80, 90, grand a week you know which are out there doing that probably even more for some of those players or you're going to swap that in and you could have bought um, younger players hungrier players on cheaper wages who may be used to or will battle in the championship Are you settled for the first one with the older players do you really think that's going to get you out of the
5: championship I agree with the philosophy from earlier in the year we had to give it one go and he spent the parachute money on the salaries and the wages for those older players but we are the club is at a massive tipping point at the moment if we don't get back out of the championship into the Premier League this year it will be a massive ask to get out of the championship in the next two or three years because we've got seven loanees Seven older heads. You take those fourteen out of a twenty-five, and all of a sudden, you've, um, you're struggling to have a decent championship, uh, ch- championship squad, let alone a Premier League squad. So it's a massive tipping point for us. If we can scrape through the playoffs and go up via the playoffs, then the Chinaman will be happy with, with that, and the club will rebuild and go on from there. If we don't, we'll be we'll, we'll quickly melt back into the Championship picture um, very quickly. It is a massive tipping point.
0: More
3: bees in the house. Bees in the house. We have bees in the house. And more bees, uh, more bees. And um, season over? Do you think should I should I say it or?
4: No, I don't think the season's over. We've still got some games. We still can uh, improve. Maybe bleed some youngsters into the squad. Yeah, no, definitely not over. I think it was always going to be a tough ask. You know, West Brom are a top team. Conditions didn't help. The ref didn't help. But you know. We could have won it had those shots gone in, but, you know, dust ourselves down and go again.
3: Well, well, sorry, when I say that the season's over, I mean, are we going to go to the playoffs?
4: <laughs> no, we're not going to go to the playoffs and we're not going to go down. so well, season's it's, <laughs> it's not over, it's not over, it's not over. You've got to look at the positives. We're not going down, we're not going up. So we're not kidding. doing anything? <laughs> no, we're going we're gonna to find some youth players and bring them through and then build for next season.
3: Okay, all right, I'll take it t- 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 for it. Um, you're, you're like one of these people that sort of kind of makes gold out of uh, out of sand. Is that right? No, 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 no.
4: no. <laughs> just trying to put a positive spin on a, on a not great situation.
3: Okay, so I mean today's game again, we could have won, but we didn't win. As you said, I mean, have we just run out of steam? I think so. I think we were a bit unlucky. I think
4: another day, though, you know, we had a lot of shots. They didn't, you know, their goalkeeper pulled off a load of worldly saves another day they would have gone in they got a go, I said the ref didn't help, the wind was horrible you know, wasn't great wasn't a great game um, the only thing I'm worried about from, a, from Brentford is that we were bullied off the ball a lot you know, they got in our faces, West Brom got in our faces and bullied us and we couldn't really cope with that well that's my, you know, and I think that's, that, that's my only real concern
3: and uh we got an international break now, which is quite good because we can chill, we can chill out. I said I'm going away; I'm going to get the sun for a, <laughs> for a, for ten days. I've I've had enough, so I'm flying flying down south to some sort of sunshine. But the Bradford players probably won't be getting the sun, but they'll be chilling out for a little bit. What do you expect when we come back?
4: Uh, I expect to win. I think we need to have a have a win, and then we need to you know finish the season strong. Uh, uh, you know, finish the season off strongly to start the next season.
1: West Brom. Yes. Yeah they did us like a kipper didn't they yes they did um did that i I think they won the toss didn't they at the beginning of the game so they basically played against the win in the first half had the win behind them in the second half and that was the first sort of twist of the of the um you know the way they sort of screwed us today really i mean they're they're a good side aren't they they're effective they're i suppose they don't play the same system as sheffield united but they're not unlike sheffield united they're strong um their players are you know, technically pretty good, and um, and they know how to run the clock down. And they know how to run the clock down, and you know. But to be honest, we couldn't get out of our own half, could we, in the last twenty minutes? Really, you know, it was a, it was just a bit of a battle. Um, I, I, I think it was a QPR game where, when we were, and I know, and I said about the wind then as well. But I felt if we'd have had the, if we'd have played in the first half, I reckon against the wind. Um, and managed to get in a nil-nil then I thought we'd stand a good chance the second half it was the opposite today and I thought we needed to go in at half time with one or two goals because I, I did think it'd be a struggle in the second half we did alright for the first 20 minutes of the second half um, and to be honest I think if you look at the stats we did have we actually converted I think was it 12 or 13 chances for 6 or 7 on target which is quite a good ratio for us um, and you know their keeper was probably one of their better players but yeah, just one of those days. I, I never really had a feeling that we were going to come out with much today once the game kicked off, and that kind of ruins the game for you to some extent. And, and again, I mean, you, talk, you mentioned the stats thing, and then just going for a
3: straight up stat. I mean, I did at one stage. I don't know what it was at the end, but you know, we had about seventy percent possession. Okay, I know that's not all about possession, but again, it's, it's this situation of us, you know, dominating the ball. I mean, and, and the reason why I say that is interesting. It's normally it's West Brom who have like, loads of possessions, Se- six, six, 70%. They normally have 700 passes a game. You know, they're normally all over it with the ball. But was it that they just allowed us to have the ball today or is it just that they actually kind of weren't very good but we allowed them no, to get yeah. the game?
1: I think if you look at it, if you look at the chances, they're very similar. So I, I think we did play quite well. Um, their keeper had a blinder. Um, you know... Different day, it, it might go slightly differently. It was there wasn't that much in it today, um, but they've just got a bit more about in West Brom than we have, and um, and we, we every season we come up against these sides that we struggle to get results against, and I think West Brom are one of them. I think Sheffield United are another one, and Middlesbrough have been previously for us, albeit that we did a we did them last week, and it's I just think you know they're just a they just got a bit. There's just a bit more about them physically, but still they're quite good technically, um, and you know they're, they're they're very difficult for us to play against. I I thought we did all right today, you know. I I, I really did. I thought we did in the first 20 minutes of the second half, considering the and I go back to the win. Considering we were playing against the win, I thought we did a reasonable job. Of, um, of pushing them back for the first 20 minutes after that I, I you know what I think the substitutions I, I couldn't work out a substitution that was going to make us stronger that um, was going to make us stronger I couldn't see who you were going to bring Watkins on out of the front three because Kanos I thought was having a good game we all know what Ben Rama can do probably Mopé of the front three was the weaker but are you going to take Mopay off for Watkins? I don't think you are. So it was kind of, you know, I was kind of looking at the substitution thinking, I don't think this is going to make us stronger. And it didn't make us stronger, bringing Watkins on. Um, I, the only thing that did cross my mind was whether you could have taken guard off and put Canals in at wing-back for the last 20 minutes and then managed to get Watkins on. But obviously that wasn't on the agenda today. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's just... Um, bit frustrating really or very 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 frustrating
3: there's a lot of frustration going on in this corner here are you as frustrated as my man the Allard
8: yeah it was a uh, it was a kind of a head scratchy afternoon I'm not sure what more we could have really done in the first half I thought I thought we Created a lot of chances. I thought we played some really good football. I think we really came up against a team with a lot of experience. They uh, they were very stubborn. They they knew how to defend. They're very well organised. Uh, considering you know there's a bit of turmoil at their club, I thought they they went out with a with a bit of a game plan. Uh, and as as Matt said, the winds. I, I I you know I think from the from the Eden Road end, we we, we could feel it. You know, and you could see that. Any any ball that was kicked from from um, um, Daniels anything anything that got some elevation on it it, it 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 didn't get any distance so it needed to be low and hard and you know it was just it was very difficult to judge those conditions I thought um, Daniels did really well today actually credit where credit's due I thought he looked pretty solid it was only one punch um, where he looked like a flat but again you know in in in, in that wind. Even the best goalkeeper in the world was going to be able to, you know, it's a bit of a lottery. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a bit, yeah, I'm a bit frustrated. Yeah, I, that is the right word. There's, very, there's no other words really that to describe it today. You know, we have to say that, you know, seven straight wins before today at home, um, again, that, that was always going to come to an end at some stage. It was either going to be a draw or a defeat. I think that defeat's harsh on us. I think I think today's a draw, a point a point today. We should have we should have capitalised on one of those chances in the first half. And you gotta tip your hat to um, the West Brom player for that run and, and the finish. You know, that was that was exceptional. We we could have we could have taken him down but it's probably a penalty. So um, yeah, annoying. Annoyed bees in
3: the house here supping up and uh, watching the thug bee. And watch Swansea, annoyingly beat. And we will talk about annoying. Yeah, uh, tri- triply annoying. Swansea actually beating Manchester City at the moment now. Where as we say, that could have been us. But we shall move on from that. This is Besotted Pride of West London podcast. International break now. Everyone's going to go away, and there's going to be all sorts of visits to B and Q and gardening shops, and you know, and then doing your laundry and your ironing and all sorts of stuff next week. And then I'm flying over to sunny climbs down south in America for a few days or maybe more than a few days which is all good so there'll be a radio show Monday 9 o'clock Love Sport Radio I think the Robin Hood will be tucking into that one as well there's a podcast that's going to be later on in the week International Week Podcast and then there's just going to be more activity and just just check it out it.com but like I said I'm Billy Grant here a bit disappointed because our season seems to be coming to an end as such but still that doesn't stop us from sitting in the pub here with your chums your buddy as you
0: say Bravo. days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone.